I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is a production of Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. He's Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. Here we are in the summer and right around the corner, we will have SEC media days. But first, Jacob's getting in some uh, fishing. So <laughs> how, how are you doing down there? I know you're, it's a bit of vacation time. How, how's the, how the water's treating you down there? Yeah, we, we haven't been out yet. We're supposed to go out today. And it's looking not super promising right now. I'm looking out at the weather. And there's some sunshine over here, but it's a lot of clouds and darkness and stuff and rain. So we'll see if we end up getting out. Hopefully the the uh, captain texts us and says it's safe to go out. So we'll see. I'll have a report next time I, I talk to you. Gotcha. Well, and uh, college uh, the SEC tournament is, is having a lot of struggles with the uh, weather as well. Right. So- but I'll tell you what's going to happen when you get to the point where that rain stops, that uh, grass is going to sprout up. That's why you need to go to Vassy Lawn and Garden. They are absolutely fantastic when it comes to repair and selection, lawnmowers, commercial wide area mowers. They've got the zero turn mower with a steering wheel, trimmers, blowers, edgers. They've got it all right there and financing 48 months or 3.99% for 60 days. But that 48 months, you get 0% APR, which is awesome. On the spot financing, that's Vassy Lawn and Garden Toro. Count on it. I'm going to tell you more about uh, Michael Jacobs, too, in the middle of this crazy market. Michael Jacobs is clutch. He can take the pressure off you uh, in this housing market that is absolutely insane. Like uh, way beyond once in a generation, MJ, Michael Jacobs is right here for you on this page. All right. So, uh, Jacob, I'm curious. I mean, you're a player. I'm just a media guy. So in this big machine of college football, we're a little bit smaller than the Jimbo Fishers and the Nick Sabans of the world. Right. But when they, when they start going at it publicly, do you take note? Do you kind of find it entertaining? Yeah. I mean, I've obviously we've, I've talked about it and seen it and 
you know, I think I had a conversation with a guy. We were playing golf the other day, and he and we got paired up with him. And he was like, you know, like you could think about whatever they said, but these guys surely won't say anything without thinking about it, right? They're going to think about what they put out to the media before they say it. They're not – they're professionals. They're grown adults. Like, they understand what they're saying. So, obviously, both of them have a, a, a reason for whatever <laughs> whatever point they're making. Um, and you can agree with whoever you agree with. But I think it is – it's it's interesting to sit back and just kind of watch and see what everybody has to say and and kind of, I don't know, just listen to the stories that they tell and see, try to decipher what's true, what's not. Well, I, the, the crux of the matter was name, image, and likeness money being used in recruiting. So mm-hmm. I, I want to ask you about that because that wasn't around, obviously, when you were recruited. Right. Um, at least that you can you can tell me about, but that's up to you. But um, as far <laughs> as factoring in something like that i mean how much would that change the recruiting process do you think for a guy like you yeah um obviously there was before nil started it was essentially the same thing for a lot of people just it was all under the table right and that's every school in america did it i will start by saying right now i received no money to attend the university of tennessee and that's my word you can have it but like yeah there, there was like so many <clears throat> like I just hear stories of different people or of of oh wow, that guy at X school got this amount of money to get this, or you know you see a kid at another school you know driving a new a new truck or a new and just a new car or whatever right when they get to school or when they were being recruited, and it's just like well, how well, how did that happen? you know what I mean because you didn't post this post on your story saying oh i I'm working with with uh, Harper Auto, you know what I mean? Like nothing, none of that happens. Like, so there's just a lot of question marks and a lot of stuff under the table. And now all that stuff is now above the table. But I think you run into the same issues of people that, you know what I mean? <clears throat> recruiting has, I think recruiting has been changed. It, it was the same, right? The guys were still getting the money, but now they're getting the money over the table, but it's still presenting the same issue of, okay, you're giving this kid a lot of money or you're giving them a car or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Um, and truly, like they haven't done anything yet. So, so where is the line between, you know what I mean? What if they come in and they're not producing and they're not doing this or not doing that? Then what do you do? It's just there's so many like issues that can arise with with the recruiting piece of it. I think. Okay, that's where I want to go. So, take me into the locker room because that's the yeah. kind of inside that we just can't get anywhere else. Okay, and I'm mm-hmm. not going to name names. But let's say a guy's uh, promised multi-millions of dollars uh, to, to play for Tennessee. And uh, there was a report that came out from The Athletic at a similar time. But, again, we don't know that that's the guy, so I'm not even going to say his name. But right. let's say that guy comes in, and it's pretty much common knowledge that he got seven digits before he even played a down of college football. Mm-hmm. How is that guy viewed? Because you got players like you. I mean, I, you're, you're, I, I see you uh, craving wings. You're, you're doing mm-hmm. this show. You're, you're making some scratch. So that's good. But I, to the best of my knowledge, it ain't $8 million unless it's something I don't know about. So, I mean, how is that guy viewed when he walks in the locker room and he's the $8 million man? That's, that's him. I'm a, <laughs> I, <laughs> I get what I get. And I work – I think I work pretty decently hard for what I get. And – 
I appreciate all of the, you know, opportunities that I have. Um, but I also understand that I'm not, you know, the super high value, super high target people, like guy for a lot of people. And that's, that's true all the way up into the NFL. You know what I mean? Like there's players that are going to be valued higher than other players, regardless of, you know what I mean? How hard they work or what position they play. Like it's just going to happen. And so I think realizing, I'm not saying that other people are, are valued higher, like them themselves are any, any higher value than I am or anyone else on the team, but um, to the outside for a media, for a marketing advertisement purpose, some people just have higher values than others. And the quicker you can realize that, the quicker you can understand that it's not <clears throat> that kid or that guy that's getting not him personally isn't getting more than me, but just his literally his image and what he's able to do for other companies is just greater than mine. And well, I don't care because I'm taking full advantage of what I what I've been given, right? So I'm making right. the money that I'm making, and that's plenty enough for me because I'm a college kid. I don't have any true expenses i don't have kids to pay for i don't have a house to pay for you know i mean there's a lot of things that i don't like so that extra however many thousand dollars like sure i could go buy shoes and buy clothes but i can do that now so like what do i what do i need that for you know what i mean that's kind of how i see it i'm not saying that's how everybody sees it but that's what keeps me from i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You know, being jealous or envious of what these other, other people might have. That makes sense. No, if, if, if it feels like you found the happy medium between, uh, let's say, Arian Foster needs tacos to eat, which was a very public story, and then SMU back in the day, way before your time, back in the 80s, they got the death penalty because they were giving everything away. You, you found the happy medium of what makes you happy, and it fits under the rules. Do, do most of the players uh, of agree with that notion? Do most of the players look at it like that or is there potential just like of a group of 85 men in in any profession that some people right. resent a player getting that much more yeah i mean there's going to be resentment um naturally um i haven't personally like heard anyone make comments about it in the locker room or around the team i haven't it's more of just like a um wow like did you hear did you hear x did you hear y like did you hear about it not more of like no, nah, man, like, forget that. Like, I don't want, I don't want that. I don't want him being around here or whatever it may be. Like, it, it doesn't sound, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of resentment at the current moment. Um, everybody's kind of just doing their own thing. And um, I don't know, I guess if you can, if you can put that aside and not even think about money, which no one on our team should be thinking about it right now. Should be thinking about ball, should be thinking about playing in the fall, right? <laughs> this NIL thing has now introduced this whole entire new, problem and stressor that we all have to to think about and so but, but ultimately it's I was, just it's just no it's now it's it's bizarre it's it's changed so much in just a year it's bizarre but i would argue have they handled it completely right probably not but i would argue mm-hmm. that at the end it's a positive change 
because I've yeah. seen I've seen you guys as players, and this is back when coaches were on, were making less than a hundred thousand dollars a year, right. so there wasn't right. a lot of money to dole around. Um, but I I have seen um, I've seen players struggle, so I think in the end it's a good thing. Maybe just some fine tuning. That's kind of what I'm right, thinking. and that's I know that the big issues have been with the collectives, right? They have these collectives of money that or these organizations that just have bukus of money. They're able to, you know, invest and give this money to the players, which is legal right now. But obviously it, it might take away donor money from the school, which that the school might really need, or it might, you know, it just replaces funds that it's a whole thing. There's obviously lots of logistics, but to me, it's a great thing because I'm able to do what I've always wanted to do. And that's market myself to local businesses in Knoxville and get products that like I get free wings. I get, I get food for free. And that's with a partnership with the wing company that is in my hometown. Right. Like there's all give different types shout, of things. Give him a shout out. Give him a shout out. Yeah, shout, shout out, shout out Craven wings <laughs> um, on South North shore and Chodo. And there's one in Seymour. Um, you walk in, you won't, you'll know which one it is because my face is right there in the front. <laughs> and I get pictures from all my friends, all my family and stuff like, oh, wow, man, like you made it big or whatever, because they'll go into Craven Wings and see my face on a big poster. Like that's about the size of me. And it, it's it's funny. But um, like things like that, man, just connecting with, I guess, my community in, in the NIL sense. And um, <clears throat> I got something working working now with um, Karn's Vision Center. So they're, they're hooked me up with a few pair of glasses um, and sunglasses. And that's part of my brand. That's part of my image is my glasses. I wear glasses every day and everyone knows me. Or if they don't know me and they say, hey, that's that tall kid with the glasses. They're like, oh yeah, I probably remember it. Like I remember that kid. So that's part of my brand. And so um, to me, that's what NIL is. That's capitalizing on your image, your brand and getting things that you might not want to pay for for free. <laughs> like that's really all it is for me. Yeah. Tell uh tell Dr. Shane Preston I said hello. He was my <laughs> Dr. Shane, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. my doctor until until I moved just about five years ago. So mm -hmm. cool guy. Uh, yeah. I like to talk like this. Uh but anyway. <laughs> so <let's, laughs> so it, it, it is good it is good for current players. We we can both agree on that. But the the issue I think that the whoever is the NCAA now, we could argue it's the SEC. They need to step in and do something about the recruiting inducements. I would, I would think, because I, I just see too many opportunities for that to, to go awry. The other thing we haven't even talked about, Jacob, is what if a player signs a, a, a three-year, eight million dollar contract and he's no good? Doesn't play I, right? Yeah, I've covered four and five star kids, and you know as well as I do, recruiting hype gets so high if they don't perform. It, mm -hmm. It's not about the coaches. It's not about something that may be going on in his personal life. It's the kid's fault. In the end, it is that's the way fans are going to view it. I'm not saying that's mm -hmm. the way it should be. Right. So, I mean, that to me is a, a scary issue, too. What if a guy's not a good player? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> obviously, a kid is in the position that he is um, recruiting wise. He wouldn't be there if he wasn't a solid player, right? Straight up, like recruiting. Like, yeah, there's a lot of busts, there's a lot of this, a lot of that. But for a kid to be a truly, like, high, a high-target guy, <clears throat> he's going to be a good player. So, but as we all know, it doesn't matter if you're a good player in high school because everyone on my team right now 
the starters, the backups, the third strings, they were all like that guy at their high school, right? They were all the best one at their high school and they wouldn't be where they're at now if they weren't. But that does not mean that you can come in and be the best guy at an SEC school, regardless of if it's Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Mississippi State, Texas A&M, it doesn't matter. Like you have to change the mindset and change, you essentially have to reach a new level within yourself, right? And that's something I had to discover very quickly when I got here, not that I was, you know, super hot headed or that I, or that I thought that I was the world or whatever, but just the fact that I had to make that realization, like you're not ready to play, play college football. You thought you were, but you're not like, you have to take a year, two years to get ready to play. And once you're there, then start, you know, maybe, and then start, <clears throat> I don't know, then realizing what your potential is, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So uh, I don't know. There, there'll be a shift for all our new freshmen of, of, okay, I was recruited and this is what everyone told me I was. That's not who I am. Like I have to go and I have to work for it. And the ones that work for it will be successful. And the ones that don't will just kind of just like fall back, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's a good way of putting it. And I, I, I do, I wonder, would it, would it make matters better or worse if, all of the players had to record what they're making so that at the end of the day, every player, one through 85 scholarship players, that they know what each individual player is making. Would that, would that help or hurt the situation? Um, to me, I feel like it would hurt because like, I'm not, I don't think anyone except for maybe a couple people on in the locker room knows how much I make. People probably think I make way more than I make. People probably think I make less than I make. So it's not in their Truly, like, this is how I feel. Like, I'm, I guess I was raised not, money isn't necessarily, like, a sensitive topic, but it's something that you just, unless it's someone that you trust and that you care about, you don't really discuss how much you make because truly it just doesn't matter, right? So not many people know how much I make, and I'm happy with that. So I would personally not want there to be a list, one to whatever, of income, just because I don't think it would be, I think it would do nothing but, create dissension and uh, I guess maybe jealousy. I don't know. It's kind of good that no one really knows the right, like the true number because, you know, people assume, I assume someone might make less. If they make way more than that, I'm like, well, how do you, like, how are you getting all that money? <laughs> but <I don't> know. <laughs> no, that's, that's a good point. I, I, I thought I had a remedy for the situation, but I think that'll, that'll ultimately just make it worse. So, uh, I, I know I'm bugging you on your vacation, but I'm curious how important th- it is in terms of your mindset to get in the right frame of mind. Because, you know, I haven't played college football, but I do know that enough to basically the end of July, early August, it gets going in a routine. And then the season just reinforces that. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, you, you just, you have an opportunity to stick your head up for water, uh, maybe a bye week or so. But other than that, man, you're you're rolling. So what do you what do you do mentally to get yourself prepared for that gauntlet? Yeah, um, like you said, it kind of starts like early to mid July, and the the real stuff starts obviously June and, and early July is tough just because we're in conditioning and running a lot, working out, doing field stuff, but. Um, you know, the sun's still up. We're still enjoying going to the pool after workouts and hanging out. We're still enjoying all this other stuff. And then once you get close to the season, you got to really, really lock down and, and start <clears throat> getting ready, like you said, for that 
for that grind for that seven month, six, seven month grind. So um, right now I'm just trying to just enjoy just time, right? My biggest thing is not is I enjoy not having to be anywhere. Whether I schedule things on my own to go do, um, that's fine. But not having anything that that's forcing me to be somewhere is, is really good for me mentally, just because I can I can relax and I cannot, you know, constantly be checking my clock. Like, okay, what time is it? When do I need to leave? You know, I've got an alarm set for when I need to like get up from my bed or whatever. And I got alarm set for when I need to leave my house and all this other stuff. So just not having to worry about that has been, has been great. And I'm able to just spend time with, with my family. And um, like I said, just enjoy the beach and enjoy good food. You know, I love seafood and shrimp and crab and all that. So I'm down here just enjoying the good food here. And um, yeah, just trying to take it easy before everything starts getting back into it. He is Jacob Warren, the Vol Report, brought to you in part by our friend MJ. MJ is local to Knoxville. He knows the real estate market. He makes the process enjoyable. Buying and selling a house is the most stressful thing you can do. MJ wants to take the pressure off of you and allow you to enjoy the process. That is clutch. That's MJ. Buying or selling a home means navigating a tough market. Tough for buyers and sellers. Houses are staying on the market a bit longer. So there's an opportunity if you know MJ. He can pounce, clutch. That's MJ, uh, Michael Jacobs, Exit Realty Pros. Again, Michael Jacobs. So certainly check him out of Exit Realty Pros. And we want to remind you of Basilana Garden. It is, it is time to get your yard in order. We have a rainy weekend. It's a great time to get up there. Check out all they have and what you need. And again, the 0% APR for up to 48 months and 3.99% for 60 months. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Toro, count on it. Bassey, Lana Garden. They bring you Jacob Warren and the Vol Report today. We'll talk to you next week. And Jacob, do you bring any of the fish home that you you catch? Or how does – I've always wanted – here's the way I, <clears throat> I start every vacation. I say, yeah. I am going deep sea fishing. Me and my son are going – right, right. <laughs> so then day seven rolls around, vacations over, like, darn it. I didn't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. So you seem pretty dedicated to it. What, what do you What do you think you'll be bringing back to Knoxville? Any rough so ideas? I think so. What we do when we we'll go fishing is we'll get we'll get, we'll do all the catching, whatever, and get them to clean the fish for us at the at the port, at the dock, whatever, and then we'll bring it back and we'll cook it that night and have like a fish fry and we'll make you know fries and corn and whatever. So we're going. I think we're going for snapper today. We're going for red snapper. So, and also maybe, maybe some small grouper, I think is what he said we could be getting into. So that's what's on the dinner list for tonight. It's <laughs> a snapper grouper. We'll, we'll, they'll fillet it up and we'll, we'll fry it up tonight. Nice. Well, if you need company, just random, uh, some Reddit to do, just pop in and just let me know. He Eight is. Hour drive. Eight and a half hours, you'll be here. <laughs> it's, it's not a bad drive, except for that last three where you're all yeah. on the three lane road. Mm-hmm. So he is Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. Have a fantastic day, everyone. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports.